so as as you know, I'm dog sitting, and since I forgot to bring my headphones, and I was like racing back home to get them, the entire time I played nothing but "Shut Up and Drive" by Rihanna to really like <laughs> give myself the boost, and it worked because we're rec- starting recording now at like nine forty five, and that's when I should have been getting back in the first place. So I cut off like five minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. The power of Rihanna. Thanks, Rihanna. I also have a bite of Ben and Jerry somehow. So I'm going to eat that. Yum. I got drinks as well. Yeah, it's... I'm ready to go. I decided it's my birthday episode and I will drink if I want to. Because, yes, your birthday is in fact today. <laughs> <laughs> it okay, is we quite near to your birthday. We can't lie to the, the listeners this early. <laughs> um, it's my... You know, you know us. <laughs> Classic us. Um, you know, a good three weeks post-birthday. Um, this episode most likely will be released after a month after. But, you know, that's that's why people keep coming back. <laughs> if anything, it's like we've been celebrating your birthday for a whole month. Yeah, kind of, I guess. Um I am very, I'm very happy. I'm very excited to talk about this movie, and I'm sure you're probably not. No, I'm excited. I am. I'm pumped. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it. Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. Hello, Little Dippers, and welcome to another episode of One Star Bad Movie Podcast, where we talk about movies with one celebrity in them. I'm Lauren. And I'm a driveling little troll with an ugly-ass name, Quinn. <laughs> welcome. Who is that about? It's always about the movie, so it's obviously about fucking Keith. It's Keith? Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, today... I almost did, and I, I almost did one that was like, and my career is at a point where I have to go on the mass Singer quit. <laughs> Don't do him dirty like that. I'm going to do him dirty. I'm pissed <laughs> at Jesse McCartney right now. That's I'm angry. Very valid. Um, I also just remembered this. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm skipping right to the end <laughs> for this comment. But this movie, I have, also have not said the name. This movie is so bad that all day I've been trying to think of a good movie for the good, the bad, the movie, and I <laughs> I cannot think of a good version of this movie. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist! Um, so today we are talking, it, it is my birthday episode. I know I just started a sentence and then I switched to a different one. It is my birthday episode today, so I got to choose the movie and the movie we we are reviewing is Keith. Um, Keith. Keith. <laughs> a movie from 2008 that Jesse McCartney is in. Um, who is obviously our one star. Who clearly is our one star. Also, Jennifer Grey's in this, but like, if you look at her role in this, it's like, wow. You can tell you hadn't been on Dancing with the Stars yet because who is that? It is such a nothing role. She's the girl in Dirty Dancing, like the main girl. No, in the movie, the mother. I think her mother. Oh, I'm pretty sure. But it's like but she she's in, like, once she got scenes. in. Yeah, once she was on Dancing with the Stars, one Dancing with the Stars. I think her career revival started again, and you could tell it was. It was down. She had like three lines in this. It was bad. I'm assuming. You had never heard of this movie. 
Not even a whisper. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so this movie has a very special place in my heart. And I have been... This is also our 50th episode, by the way. Is it really? Or 50th. Wow. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. And what a perfect movie to do for it. What, this is our this is our midlife crisis movie. <laughs> Fitting. No. <laughs> he didn't make it to midlife. No, but like this is his like, I gotta do something different. <laughs> I gotta switch it up here. I let, and this is a good movie to do because I haven't been this fucking angry in a movie in a long time. I'm <laughs> so excited to get into it. I am furious about everything in it i'm so okay okay <laughs> i also have you know we're homaging tipsy terror and i've had a couple drinks <laughs> and i'm getting there we're this is great i am so this is gonna be my favorite episode and we haven't even started <laughs> talking about the episode the movie anyways keith which when i refer to this movie we call it keith <laughs> Why? I don't know, but you have to say it that way. <laughs> um, so this movie is, like, my bad movie. <laughs> like, if someone says what, like, oh, you do bad movies, like what kind of thing, or like, a bad, like, this is, you know, some people think of The Room. No, I think of Keith. <laughs> this is, like, probably... If I had to guess, the first, like, <coughs> bad movie I've ever watched. When did you first watch it? I first watched this probably pretty close to when it came out. Like, like in theaters? No, no, no. Oh, no. Wait, was this even in theaters? It's got directed DVD <laughs> written all over it. <laughs> There's no way anyone paid $11 to go see this movie. I'm gonna go find out. Um, <clears throat> no, it was... I distinctly remember watching it in the basement with my friend Lindsay. <laughs> so, it had to have been around, because this movie came out in 2008, I think. So, it had to be yeah. around there. So, I was either in, like, 8th grade, freshman year vibe. Because I'm pretty sure, there's no way, I don't remember watching it, like, later than, than that era. Um... But me and Lindsay watched it. Me and Lindsay watch a lot of bad movies together. And um, bringing her up specifically because she is the one who recommended I watch Kissing Booth way back when. <laughs> which was which was our first episode. So she, me, and, me and her like to watch a lot of bad movies. And um, this was like the first one I remember watching where I was like, oh, that was bad. <laughs> but I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, I cannot find any box office information on this, which must means it was straight to DVD. <laughs> yeah, this it was released at a film festival. You got that's about it, I think. It's its only screening. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I just like became obsessed with it. Um, like. Lindsay, like we talk about it all the time for no reason i can um, see why <laughs> <laughs> and i watched it one other time before this time 
And it was like a couple years later. And I was like, you know what? I just really want to watch Keith. <laughs> and I did. And I was like, Mwah. just as bad as I remember. It. It's, it's so awful. And well, here's, I'm obsessed. Here's the thing though. What like looking on IMDb and looking on Letterboxd, like there are lots of good reviews and good really? ratings of this, which is it has a 7.4 on IMDb. Isn't that fucking insanity? That's, this might be our highest rated movie. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? I think we need to just... Now, I understand the appeal of, like, the racist people who, like, review bomb Rotten Tomatoes for The Last Jedi now. Because that's all I want to do for Keith. I want to get <laughs> Keith down to under five. So badly. <laughs> it's like... It's offensive, almost, how bad it is. <laughs> like, I feel like nothing super bad actually happens in it, except for the fact that they treat mental health like it's <laughs> some new thing. But, um, <laughs> um, I don't know. So that's why I've been, like, sitting on this one for a while. Every time we, like, have to think of a new movie, I always, like, kind of want to say Keith. But then I always don't because no one's ever heard of it. And, but now they uh, we need it heard know. of. I just this is literally like <laughs> no, this is literally just like this is the movie I think of anytime I think of like what is a bad movie. Oh, Keith, Keith, and it it's three point three on Letterbox, which is still very high. Still kind of it's still better, pretty high, but still way too high. Because that's out of five, right? Yeah, that's too high. And it does change, this movie does change your opinion on Jesse McCartney. It does. I don't know if I could listen to Beautiful Soul ever again. Because I'll think of Keith and I'll be like, there's someone who didn't have one. I gotta be honest, it did take me quite a long time after. I've, it's like, it's settled in me because I've seen this like, what is that? Oh my god. 12 years ago? Jeez. 13 years ago? Stop that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. I am having a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've had time to kind of, like, digest the movie. And I and now I am able to separate the art from the artist. <laughs> I'm, it, I'm one night in and I can't. It took about ten years. <laughs> It took about him going on just on Mass Singer and me being like, "Oh, Jesse McCartney's great." <laughs> it took a turtle costume. <laughs> it took a turtle costume. It took it took you know hearing that one run and being like, "Oh, that's Jesse McCartney." <laughs> 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 that was he's literally the, the like I have never well except for JoJo Siwa I knew that was her immediately, but that that's one of my proudest ones that I. I I pegged uh, I pegged it for Jesse McCartney like pretty quickly. That was that was good. It was like one of his. It was literally like one of his runs. I was like, oh, I like was half paying attention to the episode. I was like, oh, that's Jesse McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> I will know that run anywhere. So, so, um, let's get in to fucking Keith. That's how I have to say. It. You say Keith. <laughs> I say fucking Keith. Fucking Keith. Oh, <laughs> uh, and it oh, this has my favorite line in cinema in it. <gasps> I know exactly what line you mean. Because <laughs> I laughed out loud. <laughs> Which one? The one where... 
Where should we wait? Like, should we wait? We should save it. Okay, we'll save it. We'll we save, should it. save it for the moment. Because <laughs> it's literally like every time you're just like. <laughs> and I reference it constantly, and no one ever knows what I'm talking well, about. Well, you, you could reference it to me now. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I'm so, I'm very excitable about. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts with what's her name, Natalie. Mm. Natalie. I just like, watched it this morning and I couldn't tell. You. Is it Natalie? Miss, it's Natalie. Yeah, I just looked it up. Okay. She's like Lil Miss Perfect. You know the trope. Yeah. And I say trope because that's all she is. That's all she is. She's an, a nothing character. Really. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna start my rant right away. Beautiful. So. They say about a movie like this, the common thing to say is, like, you know, let teen girls enjoy things. And I agree with that. That's why, like, I'm never going to judge someone for hating or for liking Mamma Mia. Like, I know it's not for me, but I understand why it's for someone. Mm -hmm. Keith, on the other fucking hand. No. You know what? What I say, this is how I support teen girls. Teen girls deserve good movies. How about fucking that? They deserve movies where the main character, the lesson you get from the main character isn't change your entire personality and alter your whole life for whatever man's speaking to you at the moment <laughs> that's what teen girls deserve something that doesn't tell them to do that because that's what she throws her whole fucking life away for the most annoying guy at her school are you kidding me <laughs> yes preach. <laughs> preach oh it pisses me off oh my god but yes yes <laughs> literally like this is a horrible movie to watch as a young girl. The only the only good thing that like helped me survive watching that was just knowing that this was truly awful. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like yeah. I was I was old enough to know. So maybe it was like a couple years after it came out. Maybe it was like sophomore year of high school. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was old enough to be like, this is bad. <laughs> and you weren't like other girls. And I'm not like other girls. Like, I don't care if toothpaste is on my face. Sorry, I just have to always... <laughs> that line reminds me of Sierra Burgess, and it makes me want to punch a wall. Um, this might be my Sierra Burgess. I'm angry. Is it? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy. Because I was like, this episode will go, like, one of two ways. Like, either Quinn is, like, just not going to give a single shit, or he's going to be very angry. <laughs> Yeah, and one. I was like, "There's, there's, it's one or the other." And like, they pull the whole trope that it's like, "This isn't my dream, Dad. It's yours." And like, that's not fucking true. I saw the start of this movie. You were fucking excited to go to Duke. You're talking all about how you want to be a magazine editor, and all of a sudden that changed because a dude died. <laughs> Fuck off. Because <laughs> you I don't buy your, it. It all happened because you cheated on your boyfriend. Oh, not to mention we have the whole trap trope of like. You have the choice between really hot guy who is a person of color versus, like, a guy who is a school shooter in a different universe. And you know who she fucking picks. (laughs) God, this makes no sense for anyone who has not seen the movie. Oh my god, he is gorgeous. He is, he is, he is. And... And Go ahead. I was just gonna say, and it's not like Jesse McCartney is ugly. He is with this haircut. They made him ugly. They made him ugly, and they, they took oh. they took Jesse McCartney in his prime. This is twenty seven, like pr- two thousand six, two thousand seven is probably when they filmed it. They mm-hmm. literally took Jesse McCartney at the height of his career and made him look like that. And He's not what? a brown hair person. No, 
And if you I need, do want I need a blonde I think, boy toy. <laughs> I think he does have like brown hair now, but it is not that dark. <laughs> and it is not in a bowl cut. It's uh, bad. And the bangs, uh, they're so greasy. Like honestly, just please look up Keith just to see what he looks like. <laughs> and it's like, I know you have fucking cancer, so that better be a wig. <laughs> which by the way the way that this movie treats cancer and depression is next level stupid (laughs) (laughs) um which we will get into they literally treat uh, they they treat it like you know in like old operas where it's like a woman is like secretly coughing and like doing (laughs) it spitting up a little blood and she's like i have consumption (laughs) That's what it's, like. it's they literally treat cancer it's like you're dying of cancer and like you're gonna die next week but you're like fine mm-hmm. until you just you're not sick at all <laughs> you're just like a little depressed <laughs> you just have depression no absolutely she and i literally wrote down like she is the trope it's like oh the blonde high schooler that does all of the things and is super busy and involved and popular um just dumb (laughs) yeah and we also start our first shot is also the last shot of the movie kind of yes a little bit Um, no not the last one it doesn't it end with her like driving yeah probably um but the last like scene i guess is the first shot um and why don't know i don't feel like we needed that no but and then we we have a scene with jesse mccartney talking to a man who is clearly like some kind of counselor or therapist i I thought he was the chemistry teacher for a while but then i realized they were different old dudes yeah um also the first time i watched this movie no, we'll get there at the end. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm spoiling things. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we kind of already said it. <laughs> but, and then he, like, starts talking about this girl. Jesse does. And how he, I'm sorry, Keith. <laughs> and how he wants to, he doesn't want to date her. Because his counselor's like, just ask her out. And he's like, no, I don't want to ask her out. I just want to have fun with her. Fucking sociopath. Yes. He's a sociopath. Because, and... first of all, the fact you, like, male manipulated her as your chemistry partner problem number one like you you can't and the fact the teacher just was like yeah you can take her she's up for auction (laughs) that's fucked up yeah and the amount of people that just like bend over backwards for him is ridiculous and i mean we kind of like we kind of backtracked because after your rant but this is, like, a horrible movie for, like, as an example for girls. Because I'm I'm pretty sure at the end of the movie, we're not supposed to hate Keith. Mm-mm. You're kind but of he supposed do... to hate her boyfriend for some reason. Because he, like, yelled at her once because she was full-on cheating on him. <laughs> 
And all he was doing was like, hey, stop blowing me off. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, can I hang out with you, girlfriend? <laughs> hey, like, actual person that is my significant other, can you just, like, call me? Mm-hmm. And then Sometimes. she, like, calls him a racial slur and drives away. <laughs> and, like, a horrible example. And, like, he is just kind of like, well, one, you forget about that scene, I think. At the opening? Yeah. Yeah. You, for- you forget about him saying, oh, I just want to have fun with her. And then at the end when that turn happens, you're just kind of like, what? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and... there was a moment, I kind of for- I didn't realize he was talking about her. <laughs> Maybe it was a different girl and she got in the way. Which <laughs> no. honestly, that's a better plot. Like, Keith like has his eyes on like someone else. But then meets her. That's a, already a better movie. But that's, that's already, arguments for later. It's already improving. Um, and yeah, I, we'll, we'll get into motivations later, I guess. But no, there's no redeeming quality to Keith even, really. And no, like, you're supposed to... I think his redeeming quality is supposed to be that he's dying. I think so. Which, this is a spoiler, because technically, I don't think you're supposed to know. I knew because I accidentally read a lot of Brock's review early about it, but it's supposed to be like this big reveal, like, ooh, he has cancer. I, this is bad, forgot about the cancer part. (laughs) (laughs) No, because it literally takes up 10 minutes. And that's generous. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, uh, okay, well. After I watched it the first time, I wasn't sure what happened to him at the end. It took the second time watching a couple, like a year or so later when I was like, oh, <laughs> I think I get it. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't really get a last scene. They're like literally hugging in the airport. Making out. And then the airport. sudden cut and he's dead. He's long dead. <laughs> Not even a funeral scene. No. And I... Literally, after watching it the first time, did not realize that he had died. That's a, that's fair, because it's kind of hard to. They never say he's dead. And then, the second time, I don't know if I just missed the cancer thing altogether, or f- forgot about it, but, w- like, for the past couple of years, every time I thought back on this movie, I thought he had done it himself. Oh. Honestly? Because they also were, like, pushing the depression. Does that make it more interesting? Maybe. Um, but I think that was just me misremembering the movie. That's fair. Yeah, there's Um, there's not a lot to remember. So, again, so we have this girl who's the head of everything girl. Um, and she, uh, gets her lab partner for chemistry. No, like, so here's my problem with her in more detail. I'm still okay. angry about No, go ahead. So, like, essentially... I was truly the... jumping ahead to the second scene. It's... it's, it's we're never going to get past the first <laughs> No, scene. we're not. Go ahead. Okay, but, like, so it's later on implied that her, like, oh, I do everything is because that's what her dad wants her to do. And then she's dating the foreign exchange student, and then, and then she's, like, the party girl. Because, like, that's supposedly what she he wants her to do. And then she's with Keith, 
where she becomes like a fucking loser. <laughs> and that's because he what he wants her to do. Never once in this fucking movie is she doing what she wants to do. I no. don't even know what she wants to do because all the movie tells us is she does things what men manipulate her into doing. And it's supposed to be like the one time it's like true love. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't tell you what a single one of her interests are. We know she plays tennis, but we know she hates tennis. Like she Wait. said she wanted to be a magazine editor, but like who fucking knows of what kind of magazine? Because she clearly doesn't like tennis anymore. She's no like, sports oh, are out. No fashion. No, like she doesn't watch movies. She like she doesn't have hobbies after all. No, and even like after he passes, her big activities are still revolved around him. Yeah, <laughs> like he's she becomes a mechanic all the fucking sudden. Yeah, like that's not your hobby. You picked that up from him. And you're just doing it because he told you to. I couldn't, yeah, couldn't tell you a single thing she's interested in. And and even then, it's like, her dad didn't even seem that pushy. Not at all. <laughs> he was just like, hey, how's the tennis going? And she's like, yeah, it's good. She probably was like, yeah, I like it at one point. So he's like, great, we'll keep support. <laughs> <laughs> and then she never was like, hey, I don't like tennis. So he was like, okay, I'll keep signing you up for tennis. Yeah, that, that's what always happens, too. They, like, never once articulate the fact that they don't like it. And then there's, like, the whole dramatic scene, like, I never wanted this! And it's like, why the fuck did you say so? <laughs> I'm sure... Ever try that first? It, he would have loved to not spend all that money on tennis lessons mm-hmm. and tennis equipment if you didn't like it. Okay, did you think she and the guy who played her brother had, like, a little sexual chemistry at some point? <laughs> Definitely more than her and Keith. <laughs> Because there was the one scene where he's, like, knocking on her door and is like, oh, what's going on? And they just, like, kind of stare at each other and don't talk for a second. I'm like, oh, are we about to get property brothers <laughs> <laughs> And also, by the way, apparently, there I think at that point, there was, like, a whole scene where her and her brother talked. That was cut. Yeah, there was some weird dinner scene where they're, like, just each eating one green bean at a time. <laughs> and it's never explained what they're doing. And they showed up, like, they showed a close-up of her asking her brother to, like, pass something. Mm-hmm. And she's clearly the green beans. not, she's clearly not saying a word. <laughs> but, like, in the meanwhile... Her dad is, like, asking vaguely racist questions to her boyfriend, and she's just, like, shoveling green beans. It's the just, weirdest scene in the and movie. And she's just, like, mouthing words to her brother. I have no idea what was happening there. <laughs> and I think... I don't know what the purpose of that scene was. Is it just to show that, like, she doesn't fit in with this boyfriend? But she was just straight up ignoring him at the dinner where she's taking him to meet her family. Yeah. So that was on her. And even, yeah, like, she could have, like, I don't know. I think that was just the movie trying to be like, he's too different. (laughs) (laughs) He's foreign. Um, anything to add again? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I, I think we can finally move on. Okay. So she gets a chemistry partner, and it's random. Uh, is it? And uh, <laughs> um, we can't move on. So <laughs> this is just a little bit. 
But I'm glad they addressed it later in the movie because earlier in the movie, it was making me laugh so hard. It was like the shot was framed through the shoulders of the two people sitting across from them at the chemistry table. And they're have and her and Keith are having these insane conversations. And the other two are just like sitting there silently trying not to talk and be good extras. I know we're not fixing the movie yet. May I suggest a movie of them? Hundred <laughs> percent. They're two best friends. They were so thrilled when they got assigned as chemistry partners. But that's the table they have. <laughs> they have to sit there silently as these people fucking role play in front of them. <laughs> and she's more or less being like, "I've been a bad, bad girl." <laughs> At it's point, horrible. At one point, he's like, "That those heels you wear hurt. Or but that was the one thing I liked that the movie did, is that they addressed that those two girls are probably like, I fucking hate the school, man. I can't wait to graduate. <laughs> Can you take my keys? Also, why did they have keys? I think it was like, because his like, penis is locked in a cage. That's like a thing. <laughs> If you didn't know. No, like, what I meant was the keys they turned in at the end of the movie. At the oh. The <laughs> I thought, thought you were talking about when they were, like, just doing, like, a little <laughs> dom sub role play. No, that's not what I meant. Never mind. I know where you are now. We're going to ignore what I said. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to move on. So, <laughs> she's upset. And I did actually kind of look, I thought this was actually kind of funny, maybe. It's just the fact that, like, she goes up to the teacher and is like, I can't believe you paired me with him. Like, this is ridiculous. I have to have a new partner. And then um, she walks away because he's like, nothing I could do about it. And then, like, it shows Keith complaining about her. And I just like that, like, <laughs> showing that, like, she is also insufferable. <laughs> yeah, they both suck. I I don't understand how, like, this one class consumes so much of their lives. It's the only class. <laughs> it's like, chemistry, at least for me, was maybe the class we had the least homework in. Because, like, you really have to do a lot of it in class. Yeah, you have, a, like, literally, like, a lab. Yeah, so... I don't know why they're just spending so much time doing chemistry. When they have none, did they... <clears throat> and I my chemistry partner we kind of turned it into a chemistry table <laughs> like we all had it was like two of us I think two team I don't know there was like six of us at a table mm-hmm. and we just kind of made us our own chemistry group instead of partners <laughs> see for, for us we'd rotate like every two weeks and you'd get a new partner oh we had one for the whole year yeah but uh, the one girl that I wasn't actually friends with outside of the class that I th- might have been my actual partner never saw her once outside of school. <laughs> Not once. Yeah, you don't, you especially don't have group projects that you need to work on at home. That's absurd. No. Um, I had one in like fifth grade, I think, but that wasn't, that was because we had ex- more stuff we had to do. That was you it. took chemistry in fifth grade. No, you said a school project. No, I meant like a chemistry group project. That's mm. not a thing. You wouldn't be like, here are your take-home chemicals. 
<laughs> Everyone gets a little beaker of acid. There you go. <laughs> I, my chemistry teacher, I think, hated us. Um, one time he, we were playing, we're not playing, <laughs> we're doing an experiment with hydrochloric acid, and he kept telling us that to not touch it, right? Yeah. And then, as, as, as you should not do. <laughs> at one point, I like, <laughs> I didn't realize he was walking by, and I went, oh man, I really want to touch it. <laughs> and he, he like literally stopped walking. He didn't turn. <laughs> he was just walking by. He just stopped, didn't even turn and look at me, and just like stopped. And I just went, but I won't. <laughs> and then he just like kept walking. <laughs> it was just like, I like that he cared enough to stop. That was the worst. He's like, that was my worst day of teaching. That's what he tells <laughs> later on. But he was like, it was enough for him to stop, but he didn't care enough to actually see if I was doing it. <laughs> but then later on, I did accidentally touch the side of the beaker that did have a little bit of acid on it. Oh my god. It was diluted at that point. So it was just like, kind of like, a little bit later, I was like, ah, oh, that kind of burns. <laughs> but it was fine. I was fine. <laughs> Clearly, I'm, I'm fine. Um... <laughs> Oh, there's also a part in one of the scenes, one of the many scenes of them in the chemistry thing, when he randomly is just like, you don't remember me, do you? And he's like, in sixth oh, grade, yeah. I sat behind you in the school play. That doesn't make any sense. Did you have assigned seats and you never moved during the play? <laughs> I know. I think he was like, I was like a tree in one of your scenes is what I Is essentially the vibe of what... But also, like, okay, if you went to school with each other since, like, at least sixth grade, she probably knows who you are. It seems to be a small school. <laughs> it seems very small. Because and... they show, like, the party with all the popular kids, quote-unquote, and there's only, like, 20, you know? So, like, if we're doing math here, <laughs> and, like, that's not And, like, everyone many. seems to know who he is. Yeah, oh, every other everyone else does apparently, but except her. Yeah, because like that's the thing. Like, yeah, he said that, but also like she, it was true. She didn't know who he was. Um, so I don't know. I was just like, if I mean, sure, were there people I graduated with that I had never seen them before, heard their names? Yes, but I also went to a much bigger school than this, I think. And also, it was only like five or six people, probably. Yeah. Um. Well, to and, be I, fair, and also definitely you would know who he is because you're like, who's that fucking annoying ass kid? Yeah, like, you know who that kid is. Yeah. You know who the kid is that drives a beat up yellow pickup truck to school. Yeah, and he's like definitely like you're in English class and he just like decides to like start quoting philosophers and you're like, oh my fucking God, please shut up. We are, it is not that serious, dude. It is high school English. <laughs> yeah. He is, he's that kid. He's the yeah. kid also that calls the teacher by their first name constantly. <laughs> like, you know who that kid is. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so then they're like, he kind of like tricks her into like hanging out with him outside of school because he like knows no, we'll, let's, we'll say it how it is. He kidnaps her after lying about how he needs to do chemistry homework. Yeah. He's like, get in my car. 
and I'll help you with the homework because I can't help you if I'm not in the car. Classic line. It was tried on me a thousand times and I never got in the van because <laughs> I'm fucking smarter than. <laughs> so it's like I'll just do the chemistry homework myself. Thanks. <laughs> it um, didn't seem. Again, why? Why are you doing? How is he? Uh, you're doing math in your head. Chemistry math in your head in the car. I don't buy it. And he just like knew everything. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's perfect. He's smart. Well, yeah, because clearly he doesn't have any friends, so he can study all he wants. Right. So then we go, we, this part confuses me so much. So, and his whole thing is like, oh, he's quirky and unpredictable. And he just does like, he's very spontaneous. Um, and then he buys like, basically like gas station lunch i guess <laughs> and is like let's go oh. here you good no i'm not good because i fucking love slim jims and i felt disrespectful <laughs> okay all right we're almost there we're almost there so he he like by lying and yelling random things gets into like this office building and goes up to a random floor and then goes into a conference room to eat lunch. Yeah. Why? Good old trespassing. Like, v- trespassing one. Two, also, like, why would you want... It's not even like it was a cool conference room with, like, a good view. It was just a random fucking conference room. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a thing, but, like, I'm getting manic pixie dream boy. That's that's the vibe. That's the vibe, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the vibe. And but then, even in this case, it's not like they still can't make the female in that dynamic interesting because at least with manic pixie dream girls usually it's like a super complex dude who needs solving and she's just like fucking boring no she's also she's boring mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just doing his own thing she's um, boring. He, he was annoying she was boring could i make it any more obvious <laughs> um and like i work at somewhere that has a conference room and they're not very exciting would not break in somewhere to go eat lunch in a random conference room. I thought he was going to take her to the roof and do like a little moment with that. I'm like, okay, I see it. You really then, thought no. it was going to be like romantic or cute and it just was a conference room. You're romanticizing corporate hell? Literally. <laughs> and then he dips a, uh, a Slim Jim into a Twinkie. Twinkie filling. Horrible. I've n- I've never been so disgusted in my life, and I've watched multiple movies with cannibalism. <laughs> um, yes, yes, I do eat a Slim Jim a day, usually. <laughs> and let me tell you, they're the perfect snack. They're delicious. They're they're like a little bit protein. spicy. You get like a you get a good amount of flavor per bite in a Slim Jim, and that's why I enjoy them. But I'm not going to fucking put sugar cream on it. What? That's disgusting. And she's like, mm, it's not bad. I'm like, you're fucking lying to me right now. Yeah, no, that was disgusting. And later on, I don't know if we see him do it again, but like later on when they're cleaning out his locker and he has Twinkies and Slim Jims. Doesn't she, doesn't, doesn't she not like put one in his casket or something? No, because they didn't have a that was- What? That was, like, just her cleaning out his locker. Oh, yeah, she was like, oh, that's what it was, yeah. I thought she was, like, romantically, like, stuffing a bag for him. 
But that made, it's better that it was at least in his locker. And so then we come into one of my favorite scenes, um, which I had not remembered, so this was a new surprise. She... Because <laughs> she skipped your book to do this weird excursion. Um, mm-hmm. So then she goes to yearbook, and there's a a fake fight over the yearbook between her friend and some other random person. <laughs> See, that was realistic, because the yearbook girls were all insane. Oh, for sure. But, like, the fight that they were having was so dumb. It was just like, we don't have enough pictures for that, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a hundred percent true to life. Do you know my brother was one of the yearbook girls? Because <laughs> really? he thought it'd be like an easy class, and then it wasn't. And then, I can't like imagine. halfway through, he dropped out for a study hall instead. <laughs> they were like the worst people. I mean, no offense if you did yearbook, but a little offense, and I can say that because a lot of my friends were the yearbook girls. I had like, don't talk to anymore. one friend that was in the yearbook, and I did not talk to her post-grad. Well, like, like when you go to a, cl- a school where there's 80 people for class, you're going to know somebody and everything, you know? I was I was one of the newspaper kids. I graduated with 370 people, so it's a little bit different. Um, two... Hey, guess what? Sorry. Claw's coming out. Claw's coming out. Um... I had a claw earlier. It was one of the two drinks post per yeah, <laughs> pre pod. Um, there is <laughs> um, some girls that were in charge of the yearbook, and they put a photo of them doing the OHIO because they were going to Ohio State, and they put it in the yearbook. But it pissed me off because two of them were going to Mansfield. It's <laughs> like, no. You lie. That's so fake. That's you fuckers. So fake. It's perfectly yearbook, though. <laughs> I know. And I was just like, you're, you're... Okay, you can't even get into main campus. Don't put that in the fucking yearbook. <laughs> That's embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, and they also were like... We're like, oh, small envelope for rejection. Like, that's what they called it. But, like, I'm pretty sure my acceptance letter came in a small envelope. <laughs> yeah, it was just a letter. <laughs> Oh, and then he, like, is trying to get her to go bowling. Keith is trying to get her to go bowling. And, um, eventually she says yes, but it wasn't really bowling. <laughs> it was buying a bunch of bowling balls from Salvation Army and placing it on people's porches. Oh, my God. So, it's like, how do you make ding-dong ditching not fun? <laughs> <laughs> and also, you're in high school. You're adults. Don't, why are you ding-dong ditching? That is a fourth grade sleepover activity. But I don't even think they were ding-dong ditching. I think they were just putting the bowling balls there and walking away. It's, I I would walk away. I'd be like, because he's like supposed to be quirky, but a lot of the things he does are fucking boring. Yeah, because like, is that supposed to be a prank? What part of that is a prank? Imagine if, like, someone was, like, if he explained the date before, he's, like, let's go to an office building, and then we can just, like, leave some bowling balls all around the place. You'd be, like, no, I'm gonna go to yearbook. <laughs> I'm gonna go to yearbook. Because, <laughs> like, you're just gifting someone a bowling ball. Yeah. Because, like, no one's gonna trip on a bowling ball. That and, can't and be I, part of it. 
<laughs> I'd also be fucking pissed if someone said, let's go bowling, and I didn't get taken bowling. <laughs> I'd be like, you gotta excite me to be excited to go bowling, because bowling's fun. I miss bowling. I want to go bowling really bad. I bet that's not a very... I feel like bowling alleys are, like, the most disgusting places. Yeah, and I love them. In third grade, we had, like, our school had a bowling league that we got, to like, t- shuttled on a bus to every time. And not only did we win the league, my team, I got the most improved trophy. So I had two trophies because oh. I was an athlete in elementary school. It all left my body later on, any sort of athletic ability. So they were all they were doing is leaving bowling balls on porches. And they weren't even ding-dong ditching or anything. And then, like, the cops drove by and they, like, freaked out. And it's like, I'm not even sure what you're doing is illegal. Oh, fully not. No laws were broken. Except maybe trespassing? Maybe. Sure. Even then, not really. <laughs> um. So this is... Oh, they also... He kept insisting it was not a date. That was also a thing. Oh, yeah. He's like, it, it's we're actually on not dates. Just call it fucking hanging out. Jesus Christ. There's no need to be pretentious about everything. No. A man and a woman can hang out without being a date. It's a thing that can happen. Yeah. And also his last name is Zetterstrom, and that's when we learned that. (laughs) (laughs) And then... They also... (laughs) On uh, lunch, they always lay on the grass. (laughs) Really? Not a date? Okay. No. But, like, she was laying on her friend, and her friend looked so uncomfortable. (laughs) I just, thought, I just wanted to add it's, that. It's always uncomfortable to be the base. Yeah, it's always someone laying down and then someone else putting their head on their waist. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but you he, you find out later, he's like, he tells her all about his life and all of it is lying. And I'm like, for what fucking reason? It's so annoying. Yeah. And he's like, I have three brothers and four sisters. And I live at this specific house. Actually, it's her fault for believing he had siblings because that is the, one of the most only child people I've ever seen in my entire life. He reeks Absolutely. of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also like, I mean, that does like, never mind. I was going to say like, why does it matter? But also I feel like it does alter your personality. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, so it does kind of matter, but like you don't learn how to be fucking around people, apparently. <laughs> apparently, um, and also I don't remember why what they were doing, but he is wearing science goggles in the car, and the way he looks over at her and the look he gives is just so fucking funny to me. Like he looks so fucking dumb, purposely, but man, is it funny. <laughs> He's always dumb. He's always dumb. Oh, there's a part. Okay. So they're driving somewhere. Who even the hell knows where? Um, <laughs> and he stops at an intersection and he goes, oh, this is the scene where we're at a crossroads. Because they were disagreeing about something. Who knows? <laughs> who, yeah. knows what, who knows what it could be? Um, so they're like fighting at the intersection. And then a car pulls up next to them and immediately as soon as they stop at the intersection both people in the car get out <laughs> and then the the little it was a little boy and a man which it, it was the counselor and then like a young boy and the young boy 
starts talking to Keith. And then the, the counselor's just standing there. You see Truffle in the Start. background. Sorry. You see her. I see her. Just laying on the couch. It's, um, it's like, sir, <laughs> you're driving? <laughs> you can't just, like, get out of your car in the middle of an intersection. And like, also, they got out so fast. Like this movie so dramatic. It's There's so dramatic. Dramatic car sequences in this. For no reason. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, literally, like, how fast they get out of that car? It's like, did you even, like, see it was him before you or were immediately like, I'm going to get out and talk to this person in this truck? <laughs> um, and then it turns out that him and Keith have a very close relationship, it looks like. And then the counselor's there. Turns out, not his kid, just the counselor. Why was he driving around with him? Isn't I thought it was his kid. I don't know. Was it? I thought it was. I thought it was just some kid he counseled. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure it's his kid. Because later he's like in the she's in the gas station. He's like, hey, you're his dad. Doesn't she say that? Oh, maybe. Maybe yeah. she does. Yeah, you're right. Um okay, so then her boyfriend's over and he's like, My uncle's gonna let us have this cabin or something next weekend and that's when her brother comes in the room and is like oh your chemistry partner dropped off this box and it was just a car battery i think so and like why would you not want to go to the the sex hut with your hot boyfriend i don't understand i she had it all all right in front of her and just threw it all away and that's why i hate her fair and they were gonna go to what is it the brick which is like the party spot or whatever and she picks up the car battery and he's like all right you want to go and she's like i can't have to shower it's like because you touched something that was kind of great like just wash your hands girl (laughs) that's all and then but really she because there was a note that said to go meet keith so she went and meet keith it's like just break up with him you are cheating on him currently yeah even though like you keep saying they're not dates but like they are she like goes and sees him again it's like sorry i just really calls him she's like i just got out of the shower it's like how long was your you had a full-on rendezvous with keith how long are you trying to tell him that you were in the shower like three hours (laughs) oh and then like later they go to a party and she dances and i think this is supposed to show like how keith is like helping her from like not like being free and like not caring what people think um and then everyone's just like judging her and like she's just dancing and having fun i for the life of me cannot remember the scene i don't know why it's gone it was it's just one scene where she like they enter a party and she's like yay and like dancing and then her boyfriend and her friend are like keep looking at each other like oh my god she's like she's changed (laughs) yeah there's nothing here and then we leave the party it's literally like a five (laughs) second scene so i don't blame you for not noticing this was definitely around the point where i was getting annoyed and my phone did enter my hand that's fair so then he takes her or i don't know whatever they end up at keith's special spot which overlooks the brick and you can like see what's happening which is very creepy and so then they're like laying on the bed of the truck and then it starts moving. <gasps> and then 
It's going towards the cliff, which... Oh, this was annoying. The scene fucking annoyed me, too. It's like, because, like uh, I'm gonna kill myself, and I'm gonna kill you, too. Because, <laughs> like, it's rolling towards the cliff, and I don't think it was a downhill cliff. <laughs> there, I think that there was a enough incline. Oh, was there? Okay. Yeah. But this is when I fucking hated her the most, too, because she gets out of the truck on the wrong side. Instead of stopping it, she's just clinging onto the truck, still yelling, Keith, 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 go fucking stop the truck, you idiot. What is wrong with you? Yeah, she literally is, like, freaking out because Keith won't get up. Like, she jumps out. She's, like, struggling to hold it back. I'm like, that car is for sure in neutral. (laughs) I know, you could could drag it. (laughs) You can at least stop it. Like, you're you're a good enough athlete to, like, go to college on a scholarship. You have upper body strength. Don't yeah. even... Especially, like, tennis, which is, like, mostly upper body. Yeah, she's got... Like, she's. I know she's got a nasty backhand. Grab, grab the end of the truck and plant your feet. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, like, yeah, like, she could... Also, she definitely had time. She All she was doing was freaking out. She could have just ran around to the other side and stopped the car. I know, yeah. Just, she's just so useless all the time. All the time. But at, at the very last second, Keith does it quickly and saves everybody, even though he's the one, who, again, who put them in danger in the first place. <laughs> like, I, we have spent a lot of time talking about how horrible Keith is, and he really sucks. Yeah. But, like, and like, why would she be into him? But also, why is he into her? She's nothing. Yeah, to she's nothing. And, like, to him... She's just, like, this annoying uptight girl who, like, is in a free enough spirit for him. So, like, go find somebody else. And also, I feel like, does he like her? At the end, it complicates things. There's no chemistry there. No. And I, we'll get there. We gotta, we'll keep going. Oh, so then she, like, is wearing his hoodie. And here's where we really get into some stuff. <laughs> She was wearing his hoodie, and then she gets home and realizes that there's something in the pocket. <gasps> it's medication. He's on medication. Okay, did she steal them, or was that was a mistake? I think that was a mistake. I think she just okay. was still wearing his jacket. Because I was going to be like, and this fucking bitch is stealing his antidepressants. <laughs> no, I think... I thought what happened in the moment. I'm like, I hate her more. <laughs> I think she was just wearing his jacket, and they were in the pocket. But also, weird That's place fine. to keep your antidepressants, I feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She goes home and Googles it, <laughs> what the medication is. And then that's when we learn it's, it's to cure depression. This movie treats depression literally like it's... Well, don't you know, depression makes you quirky. <laughs> right. It, it started as like a joke one, people ma- one person made. But now like every single person is like, uh, everyone funny like has trauma. And it's like, well... I understand that you're trying to like be okay with your own trauma, but you've made it weird now when you're like, oh, like I'm. I thank God for my trauma because now I'm funny. It's like, yeah, I think you're, I think there's some issues here that we need to get deeper into. Yeah, <laughs> I have seen a lot of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and like this movie, like 2008, I think that was when people really started to talk about mental health ish sure i don't know i but like I was, literally I, the f- I was 11 i can't tell you either way what was going i mean i'm just guessing as 
just based off of the way that this movie treats depression it literally is like a taboo thing that you can't really talk about and it's like oh my god you're depressed what like what that's it's like almost like wow that's exotic <laughs> like literally like he has problems <laughs> i can fix him <laughs> um <laughs> And then, like, yeah, so he should, didn't go to school for, like, two weeks. And then he comes back and she's like, why did you um, disappear or whatever? And it's like, no wonder, because you had his medication. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that she, like, tosses her whole life in the garbage in these two weeks. Oh, for sure. Because he's just missing. It's like, Jesus Christ. And that's when we also learned that he lied about where he lives. Shocker. Um, For no reason. It adds nothing. And also, there's just like, cause it's showing like her like not being able to like move on without him because he's gone. And she's like taking a test or whatever and taking too long. And I just want to note that I there, the extra sitting behind her left his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was funny. All the other extras picked up their backpack and he left it there. <laughs> yeah, you got your eye on the details. I know. Um, you can say I have a film minor. <laughs> <laughs> and then he disappears again. Does he? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. She breaks into his locker, which was crazy. <laughs> like, full on, like, breaks off the lock. Yeah, she goes, she, she loses her mind for no reason. Because a boy ghosted her. Literally. Because then she's, like, freaking out because she wants to know his real address. And she, like, picks up his chemistry textbook which has his address written in the school textbook insane thing to do <laughs> like just yeah, giving you your write... address out to everyone post <laughs> <laughs> like you would write your name and then the year <laughs> typically if you had to you don't write your full address that's not how textbooks work oh and then rat her her and her boyfriend he was like following her I don't think I talked, we talked about the dinner scene earlier. I don't think I put it in my notes when it happens, but it was very infuriating how, when he's just like, football. Yeah, it's like, okay, we get it, you're Republicans. Like, we get it, you're uncultured. Because <laughs> he's like mad that Raph is calling soccer football. It's stupid. Yeah, I, that made me, that was like the thing that made me not like her dad, not like Oh, you forced your dreams on me, which I don't buy. I don't buy that either. Because even when she was like, I don't want to do that. And they were just kind of like, well, it's too late to apply to a different school. Like, they weren't even, like, mad. They were just like, well, what are you going to do then? (laughs) This is too late to be bringing this up. Be a mechanic was her big plan. (laughs) Um, So, like, her and Raph, he, like, follows her. Her boyfriend does because she's, like, freaking out and being you know a cause for concern yeah and um and it was funny because they did have a fight at the same intersection so they were also at the crossroads which i thought was funny (laughs) um like they were at a crossroads of their relationship never mind this is a deep film (laughs) because like literally keith says that earlier when he's like look we're at the crossroads when they're disagreeing it's like we're again at the crossroads you know that's what makes me mad about like all these letterbox reviews that are calling it good like sure okay you it's your guilty pleasure that's fine 
give it an ironic five stars yeah i'm I'm cool with that i understand why you would do that like me they're like legitimately talking about it being a hidden gem and like well made and well acted and well done i'm like you're fucking lying you are lying there are things about film criticism you can be objective about and you can objectively say this is not good (laughs) i don't like it's baffling to me that anyone can watch this movie and be like that was good that really made me think cannot i don't get it i don't get it at all anyway can, can we just are we at the sex scene are we at the line can we we're do? we're almost there we're so close um also the music in this movie is fucking awful oh oh awful god it's like they close their eyes and hit shuffle on like a <laughs> playlist with every song released from 2000 to 2008 but it's for sure like Creative Commons. <laughs> this, they did not pay Every for song this music. in the public domain <laughs> made in that time frame. But like in a minor key. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's like the same song, it feels like. It just con- and it's like so loud and plays constantly yeah. throughout the whole Again, movie. It's it's just objectively poor. Is it- and you can't lie to me that it's not. <laughs> no. Um I did think it's funny so then she finally goes to his real house and Keith of course does play the guitar <laughs> of course you know you, the it's moment a, you saw him you knew you're like Jesse McCartney you play the guitar we get it I'm surprised they didn't have him sing I am too and I'm also surprised they didn't show him playing the guitar we just knew he was playing the guitar yeah oh so she brings him like a little gift okay <laughs> also what was the gift I truly do not remember do they even tell us they might not even tell us i don't know what it was yeah i don't i i i can't fathom it (laughs) let me if it's not on the wikipedia plot summary we'll just never know i don't think it's important enough but we'll we'll check no no info on the gift okay well so she brings him a gift and the way he opens it we don't see him open it the only reason why we know he had it is because he's seen bringing the the opened gift to his car but not the actual gift itself we don't know i don't really think we've even shown what the actual gift it was but he so it's a small box okay wrapped in paper and then she he cut just the sides of it so that it like flipped open but the paper was still on it he just (laughs) cut the box around so it had like a flap open and every part of it was still wrapped (laughs) that's from like an over eager production designer who's like look what i could do would this be fun so like he can only and then he brings that to his car we don't see what's in it it's an empty box for all we know and i'm like it's just to show us that he had the gift (laughs) that's it and then he opened it because if he would have just had a box we wouldn't have known that that was the gift um and then she goes to see him yes and he doesn't want to see her Mm -mm. so she hides in the back of his yellow truck Mm-hmm. On the Wikipedia, every time it says truck, it says yellow truck. The yellow truck. The yellow truck. And then so, like, he gets, like, emo and drives out to his suicide cliff, like usual. <laughs> yeah. And then she's, like, surprised I was hiding in the back of your truck. 
and then they have sex. Mm-hmm. None of the things they say before having sex are really that important. No. What is important is they get in a fight afterwards because he doesn't like want to continue their relationship. <laughs> should we? I feel like we should. I'll, I'll, the... I'll give you as since it's your birthday, you could be Keith. Okay. I I will deliver the Natalie line. So, also, earlier in the scene, we figure out, we learn that she's a virgin and wanted to save herself for a special moment. Yeah. And she, so essentially, it's like, we're, eh, we're fighting. I can't, um, you know, what do you mean you don't love me? I can't believe I had sex with you. That's not what she says. What is it exactly? (laughs) I thought that was the gist. (laughs) Well, specifically. She says, fuck you. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. You're right, you're right, sorry. She's like, I can't believe I have sex with you. Fuck you. You just did, partner. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's so funny. When did the partner... Did he call her partner before that ever? (laughs) Because that was a blind side for me. Um, (laughs) He just, like... They kept being like, we're just science partners. We're just science partners. I don't know if they called each other partner. Oh, it was because the way he's, it's, he sounds, <laughs> the way he says it, it's like with a hard D. So I'm like, partner. what in the Brokeback Mountain is happening right now? <laughs> Whenever I think of this movie, I think of that moment. It's, oh, it's iconic. hysterically funny. <laughs> I'm well, so... you just did, partner. <laughs> I'm so happy I didn't even have to tell you to look out for that partner. Oh, you, we knew. Uh, the moment it happened, I, it was like a moment where you have to hit pause just so you can laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You just did, partner. You just did, partner. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, he was... And that's really, for me, the climax of the movie. <laughs> it is. Well, we're going to run right very quickly through the rest of this. Because basically, and he, that whole conversation, he was like, you should just date Raph then. Whatever. Um, Which again, I agree. And she's Steve, a- turns out we have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> we both think she's a date rat. Actually, no. You know what? He deserves better than her. Yes, he absolutely should not be forced to be in a relationship with this girl. Yeah. Um, and then she's like freaking out about school or and like getting into Duke, but she's like already into in Duke, so like yeah, wasn't she early decision? So it doesn't matter if her tennis ranking dropped, and they were like supposed to make that like a plot point. No, it's like I'm pretty sure she was ED, so she's fine. And your grades don't matter either at this point. Yeah, yeah. And then also to find out, it's only a ten thousand dollars scholarship, which that feels crazy. That's a lot of money, but that's not a lot for tuition to duke <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah 100 percent. like that is like that's a good scholarship but like to a state school <laughs> that would be like <laughs> wow that's like really good you can't fuck that up but like to duke it's like oh they shaved off one percent that's nice <laughs> <laughs> and then like her mom when they're she's like i don't want to go to duke and i don't want to play tennis and i don't want to live your dream and we find out it's almost june much too late. Nobody's even <laughs> accepting anymore. <laughs> like, are you, did you not send in your accept? Like, you had to accept that admission. <laughs> you had to have like picked a fucking <laughs> dorm by then. Are you kidding? <laughs> and then that's when she finds the counselor, and we learn that Billy passed away. And that's when he's just like, "Oh, you didn't know they had cancer." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy was the little kid from earlier. Yeah, 
They were in chemo together. It's fine if you forget him. He is in one scene, and we're supposed to be impacted by his death somehow. Even though it was one sentence. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he's blasting his guitar, and she's trying to get him to talk. Like, she's trying to get Keith to come talk to him. And I just thought it was really funny, because he's, like, blasting his guitar inside. And she's, like, knocking softly on the door. And she's just like, Keith, Keith, talk to him. Like, so softly. It's like, he couldn't even hear you if he wasn't playing guitar. <laughs> you were outside. And I don't know what happens after that. The teacher's name is Walter Miles, which is very strange to me. What did it, One night, Keith appears at her house. That's what happens next. Great. <laughs> and so here's, I don't, I'm confused by the airport scene at the end. I think that's where we are. Yeah, it is. Because, for one, she takes him to the airport and is like, go live your dreams. Fine. But then... Because now he's acting he, like, like he, does, opens... he like will not live. It's, yeah, longer. it's like, what, are there three days left? Like, pretty much. <laughs> he, he seems perfectly healthy right now. He's, we haven't seen him cough. <laughs> he doesn't seem sickly. He seems... Again, he's... He has a full head of hair. Eyebrows, everything's there. Clearly has not, like... Even though supposedly he just went through two weeks of chemotherapy. Yeah. No, he's perfectly fine. Literally but hasn't even, what... like, shown any weakness. And chemo, like, just destroys your body normally. Yeah. Here's what confuses me about the scene, though. So she's like, go live your dreams. And she gives him a note. And it's like a fake boarding pass, which is like, oh, fun. But then he gets in line for TSA. I'm like, you don't have a real fucking board What is happening? <laughs> I wrote, where are you planning on going with that stupid fake ticket? It's in fucking Crad. Like, did you go to Olive Garden and, like, make that with the kids' menu? <laughs> Literally, it's in line for security. So stupid. <laughs> oh, but then they, like, start making out the security line. And here is the best extra acting I have ever seen in my entire life. Because they are right in the middle of the entrance. And so all they still have like a line of extras coming up. So every single extra has to like shift to the side and like shimmy past them. With, with and every single one does it differently. And it's, it's funny beautiful. every single time. But before before they make out in line, we have a, where he's like I hated you, and that's why I wanted to like make your make you miserable as miserable as me. And then he goes, "I screwed you." And then she grabs, <laughs> grabs the back of his neck, pulls him close to like whisper in his ear, and goes, "I made love to you." <laughs> and this is the part supposedly where these little good reviewers are like. This made me cry. What? That? <laughs> he literally... That made you cry? I, I screwed you. I made love to you. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Absolutely wretched. <laughs> and, um... Then she helps her, his dad fix the truck. Because he's dead, I guess. Yeah. He, we never again, see him again, and it's very vague. It is a cut straight from them making out in the airport to an engine. Yeah. And then, That's, and so you're like, oh, so she, she gave up her entire future to go do something 
for a dead guy. Am I getting that right? Yeah. It's like a, the most absurd thing Who I've ever she heard knew of. for a month? Two months? May, uh, like a total of a month, really. Because <laughs> if, if it's ending, if the film starts like right near the end of getting college acceptances. So maybe it's a whole semester, actually, then. If they're, yeah, it's a whole semester since they get their lab partners right there. Yeah, and it's he makes it to the end of chemistry. We know that because he returns. Their, they return the keys. They return their keys. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Keith. Oh, and then at the end we go back to the first shot of the movie where she's laying in the bed of the truck, and she does the thing that where you stop it just in time. Uh, which is I I don't get I still don't get it's like. Are you, like, micro-dosing suicide? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think that's what it is. It's like, this is essentially autoerotic asphyxiation in, like, a different coat. So that's the movie. It, it, it ends, did we say it ends with her, like, driving his car to the whatever car show you wanted to show? And it's like, go to fucking college. Yeah, like, go to Duke. It, I know, I know, I know, it's like... College isn't everyone. Not everyone has to go to college. She clearly fucking wanted to go to college oh, at yeah. the start of this movie. She absolutely did. It was like her whole... It was like her only personality trait. Yeah. Was so it's like, stop. to go to college. Just stop. So let's, do, let's hit these segments. What's up first? Drinking game. Drinking game. Um, yes. That's my drinking game. Yes, drink. Mm-hmm. Um... See, at least I feel this way. I don't know how you feel. I think this is a fun watch. Like, if... I was definitely angry, so I think it would be fun to be drunk. Yeah. Um, Here, here's the, the, the drinking game. It's only one rule. You will get alcohol poisoning. Drink every time Keith gets on your nerves. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Or she. Both of them. Well, she gets on my nerves as, like a character like as a, a badly written character he gets on my nerves as a person yeah and i it's different <laughs> i would say every time um the word partner is said because it is quite a lot oh you need we need to say like fine take a d- d- there need... needs to be like something monumentous for you just did partner <laughs> i feel like you need to go you pause the movie and you go shotgun a beer. <laughs> that, that feels right. Because you can't, a shot is not enough. It's not. It doesn't really mark the occasion. You need good to enough. celebrate. You just did partner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say waterfall when the music's playing, but you'll die. <laughs> you'll die. Anytime. She is just an awful, awful girlfriend to Raphael. Aw, poor guy. He just deserves so much better. Um, I feel like it's just a small little sip every time she mentions AP classes, because that's quite a lot for no reason. Yeah. And yeah, honestly, we've already hit you with a good... Yeah, you're drinking good. game alone with just those rules. Next segment. How would you fix this movie? 
candy. I don't know if it's really fixable. I don't know if it yeah, is. Yeah, that's... It's just... It's so tired and cliche. And, like, the whole, like, cancer boy concept is so boring, really. I get, like, it's, like, some weird people's, like, fantasy. It maybe it's, like, honestly, it explains the appeal of Timothy Chalamet. The, like, idea it's like, there's a small, frail boy you need to nurse back to health. <laughs> but even then, he's not even frail. I know, he, like, he's again. Supposed, he's literally supposed to be, like, on his deathbed, and he is fine. Yeah, so it's, it's, that fantasy is not barely even part of it. He's just, like, annoying. Even if you made him not annoying, it's still, like, at best, it just becomes, like, a boring, cliched movie, you know? Yeah. And for it to really be like a movie that I don't think is dark-sided, you need to do a total overhaul of her character where Keith has to present some sort of worth to her. She needs to have her own personality, whereas even if it's they just simply make it from the start, she always hated tennis. Yeah. Something. Like, because come on. she All we see is like, the worst possible message you could give to teen girls in this movie. And I, that's why I think it's just an evil movie. It's like she didn't know she hated her... She didn't know she hated tennis until Keith told her she did. Yeah. And she only played tennis because her dad told her to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, our, we might have an unfixable. I think we... Because I think even at its best, it's just The Fault in Our Stars, which isn't good anyway. I haven't seen. I've never seen it. Somehow, I haven't either. But I'm just. Love I'm it. making a it's very solid gut assumption. I think. For some reason, I mean, they make s- out in the Anne Frank house. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Do they really? Yeah, that's a scene. Oh. They totally go. I think she would have been a believer. <laughs> that's my favorite celebrity scandal of all time. I was about no. to reference that. <laughs> it's number two. Number one is when Halsey threatened to do 9-11 again. That's my favorite. <laughs> do you know this one? No. Okay. Do you know Pitchfork? Yes. Okay. So the so Pitchfork gave Halsey's album a bad review. And Halsey tweeted, I was like, I hope whatever building uh, Pitchfork is in the basement of collapses. And wouldn't you know, Pitchfork is in the World Trade Center. <laughs> It's so fucking funny. <laughs> did she not? She not did not know that probably when she. No, said it. but still, it's hysterical. <laughs> oh man. Um, where are we? Um, what after fixing the fixing movie the comes? Movie. Is it the good, the bad, the movie? No, it's always last. <laughs> um, rating then? No. Should we do, here, let's do our two, like, weird ones that don't really fall into a category. Acting awards, I remembered. Yeah, before that. Or do you want to do those now? I don't know what segments you were talking about. (laughs) These are, these are, um, the two that are kind of subjective, and I just decide which movies we do them for. Okay. Say something nice about the movie. This one's Um, gonna be hard, I feel. 
No, I think I did. Um, you just did, partner, is one of the greatest jokes ever written it's, in movie history. I, that would be mine as well. Like, it is so genuinely funny. <laughs> and I don't even know if it's just because it's such a bad movie than that line. It's just like, it's a glimmer. Of... No, I see. I don't think it's supposed to be a good joke. Because I think you're supposed to be like, you're, that Actually, you're dick. right. How dare he say that to it's her? I think that's what we're supposed to be feeling. I think it really is supposed to be like... That's the final straw. You crossed the line there, buddy. <laughs> but instead, it's so fucking funny. It's so funny. And it's honestly, it makes watching the movie worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're, everyone's waiting for it. Everyone knows it's going to happen and you just can't wait for it. And when, and that, I specifically did not tell you about that part because I want, it's the first time it happens. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> Um, the other one is, who is this for? Again, I think it's obvi- pretty obviously teen girls, but like, so, but... yikes! <laughs> I re- girls don't. <laughs> don't. Especially I mean, like it... this, again, this was at the height of Jesse McCartney's career. Like, he was the big draw here. For sure, and that that's gonna just bring in more teen girls, you know? Yeah, and that's awful. Um... So here we are at our awards. So the doctor. I'm gonna say it up front. No, no awards. Doctor Ant Mom. Okay. No Doctor Ant Mom. No Doctor Ant Mom. So of of course our Doctor Ant Mom is inspired by Sleepaway Camp, and it's the award for choices. It's just when an actor makes choices, literally no one else would make. Um, and I agree. There is no one worthy of that award. I feel like some could argue for Jesse McCartney. But he's just doing standard stuff that any that someone with acting experience would have done better. Yeah. Yes. I feel like he could he could potentially be like nominated, but he's not winning. He's not going home with he, that. He is doing exactly what Cole Sprouse is doing in Riverdale. There's no difference. Yes. He might be cringier though. I don't know. Actually, I, no. I, I, <laughs> I'm, weird, I'm, I'm a weird. I'm a weirdo. I mean, that's essentially his character. Yes. I'm, they're like the same. Yeah. Now that you've unlocked, now that you've said that, it's they're the same person. It's just fucking Jughead. Yeah. Um. So the Joey King Award for acting dis-excellence. That makes sense. The word dis-excellence is so funny to me. I'm glad we named it that. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot of nominees here. We do. I mean, both mains. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I'm going to give it to her. Okay. Yeah, that's my decision for me. And I think I agree with you because she was in One Tree Hill. And she was in CSI. Like, she... At least Jesse's like, he's a singer. He's a singer yeah. that was in a movie. What is your We're, excuse, girl? <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. He has a reason he sucks. But like, this is supposed to be your job. <laughs> this is your passion. This is, you do this for a living. This is him wanting to take a break from recording music. Like, this is like what you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she deserves it. And she, like, obviously it was written as a nothing character so it's not like she had the world to work with right. 
but she makes less of it. Um, I know. I also don't think we have an, an Alex Moffat award for uh, miss or wasted potential. There is no. no wasted potential here. No potential. <laughs> um, okay. Can you think of any other segments that we do? Um, no, just rating and. So how do you rate the movie? Good, bad. I gave it a half a star because I was fucking pissed. It angers me. I haven't been. I don't even. When was the last time I was this angry? I don't even Swiped, know. Swiped, maybe. No, I'm more angry at this. <laughs> but I think that's like the last time you were like the equivalent. You know. That's that's fair. Because I think I'm angry at this is because at least nobody's pretending swiped is good. I think this having good ratings on IMDb and Letterboxd has really set me off. Th- that's disgusting. <laughs> um. How how about you? What's I'm your gonna rating? rate it. Because again, look, I I don't even know if I can because like this movie is so important to me. <laughs> and this literally like brought on my love of watching just shit films so i can't rate it objectively i just can't understand yeah so i can't three mm, i'm just gonna go three why not give it five stars and also one star okay I guess those are both the same thing. Exactly. Because <laughs> I was going to say it's like, because I honestly think it's, if you, me and Lindsay had a blast watching it the first time mm-hmm. <laughs> together. Watching it alone was like, it was hard to get through. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the being alone also just, it, effect- it gave it, me no option but rage. Yes. Um so, however you want to think of my rating, either at a three or a five and a one, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> so, the good, the bad, the movie, where we've just said a lot of negative things, so we're going to recommend some movies. One that... Okay, wait. Uh, can I tell you what this director's other movies are? Yeah. This is hysterical. Okay, the first one, it's a musical set in Trinidad and Tobago I've never heard of. But that's funny to me on its own that he's just like some white dude for some reason making movies in Trinidad and Tobago. And then the other one is, hold on, Blue's Clues big musical movie. (laughs) Those are the three projects this man has worked on. What what a filmography. (laughs) What an an icon, what a star. And I feel like you're the only person who's ever looked at his filmography. (laughs) I know, I'm definitely the first to open it. <laughs> You're going to have to go first. I've got some okay. research So, the to good, do. the bad, the movie. Um, it's where we leave you with recommendations. One with a similar vibe. Similar, you know, some related in some capacity. Um, one that is bad. <laughs> same caliber of movie. And one that is we actually do recommend. Which sometimes we also recommend our bad ones, but that's just us. <laughs> um, but also, like, we, we kind of talked about this at the beginning, but this is... Yes. The quintessential? Is that a word? The quintessential. The quintessential. Yeah, qu- the quintessential. You the quintessential. 
This is like the the poster child for one star. Mm-hmm. Like I can see this that. is truly like the definition of like a bad movie, and then it's like, why is Jesse McCartney here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's what when I think of like one star, and also this was a random one we found on Netflix. Like this is like this is the one star movie where you just find like this random awful movie and like there's someone in it that's like why why are you here and that's what this movie is um my bad movie which i always connect these two in my brain is a movie called pizza which how we call it we go pizza <laughs> so you have pizza there's a theme and here <laughs> I didn't. I was laughing too hard to say Keith the right way, <laughs> but because this was like pizza was the movie. I don't know if it was like the same night, but me and Lindsay also watched um, pizza after we watched Keith. Kind of like um, pretty close to each other, and so we're watching pizza. Pizza is a movie about someone. Again, it's like a high school. I think it's supposed to be a comedy though. And, um, this girl invites everyone to her birthday party and no one shows up. Aww. And she orders pizza and, and she's like, oh, like a very C.R. Burgess, it's like where we're supposed to. Is this to... the poster? It might be. Because there, all the other movies called Pizza I'm Fighting on Letterboxd are foreign films, so I feel like this is right. <laughs> A pizza delivery man develops a bond with a girl nearly half his age. Yes. Okay. So, yes, he's a pizza delivery man. He's hot, and she's supposed to be, like, gross and disgusting and weird. And they, like, are weirdly bonding together as they go, like, I don't know, he's trying to, like, help her get revenge or something disgusting. But Is it, like, creepy? No. Because he's not that... It felt like he was, like, in college or something, and she was in high school, so it wasn't like that. Okay. It wasn't like it was a 40-year-old man. No, um, but I mean, like, does he, do they, like, get with each other? He kisses her. Ooh. Also, I've only seen this movie once. He, like, <laughs> he kisses her, but it's, like, pretty PG, and the only reason is because, like, people were making fun of her for being with him, and he's real hot, and he was trying to, like, make her look cool. Okay. But, um, the reason why these are connected in my brain is because we were watching this movie, minding our own business, and there's a part, oh, sorry, there's a part where they go to someone from her high school's house, and they have the pizza, and they're delivering the pizza, and it's just a group of high school kids in the scene, and one of them... Is Jesse McCartney? <laughs> it's his, his whole filmography. And so, like, literally, you're just watching this movie, and then you're like, "Is that? Is that Jesse McCartney?" <laughs> He's literally in one scene, and that's it. <laughs> that's very funny. Um, so that's why they're connected in my brain. My good movie is Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. I love that movie. I That's love a good it. one. Um, I, I've only seen it once, but it's it's stuck with me for a while. I just really enjoyed it when I watched it. I thought it was very funny, and it portrays someone dying of cancer 
in a more realistic way and I don't know an actual drama but still a comedy which I appreciate yeah no I think you're there okay okay did I, so did my I take good... enough time for you to figure it out I'm I still because I, I sorted by like romance movies from what I've seen and literally every romance movie that I've given a half star or a one star are movies we've done for this podcast when I was oh. when I googled movies like Keith, most of what came up were things that we've already done. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to find. I could start with my good one. It's like another high school romance, which I feel that's yeah. about not quite an illness. Some people would be offended for me to call it an illness, but it's Juno. <laughs> <laughs> Just sub the cancer for pregnancy. Same thing. I'm just it's, kidding. <laughs> it's very funny. Mm-hmm. I love Michael Sarah. I love Elliot Page. Yes. You know, there's really nothing wrong with it. It's a great time. No. So that's my good one. Um, I'm still literally desperately struggling to find one. So let me go to Jesse McCartney's page. And we'll there's say... also when I when I looked at movies like Keith, not only were a lot that came up ones that we've already done, there's a lot that came up that I'm like, yeah, I've been waiting to do that one. <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks shipwrecked. There we go. Because he's in it. He's he's one of the chipmunks, <laughs> I think. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, because that, that was Justin Long and Matthew Gray Goldler. That was one of his clues on the Mass Singer. <laughs> Oh, that he was a chipmunk. Yeah, yeah. So that's those are that's gonna be my bad movie because I literally the all like the only bad romances that I've seen that haven't been for this podcast I've brought up before. So right, that's what we're gonna go with. Well, here we are at the end of Keith. Keith, <laughs> um, you can find us. You can find us on. T- you want me to do it? You can find us. You, you, can, you can find us. You gotta us. look, though. We're here. Find us. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter at One Star Movies. Um, I'm on Twitter at Mala Turnup. He is at Leather Velma. And hey, hey. thanks for listening and indulging me in my favorite bad movie. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.